listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Thursday the 5th of August. You are listening to Recap. Today we are talking about how labour shortages have impacted on TNG Global's half-year results. General Motors and their computer chip woes feature in their earnings report. And PepsiCo's watering down their ownership in their juice businesses. I'm Alice Roundtree. I'm a financial analyst here at Sharesies. And I'm Jose Barbosa. I make podcasts and video things for Sharesies. We're here to recap some of the events shaping the share markets today so that you can be a more informed investor in around about 10 minutes. And as mentioned, we broadcast from Sharesies, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. But before we get going, please listen to this important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Alrighty, what's been happening in the New Zealand market today, Alice? Today, TNG Global released their half-year, or interim results as they're called. Uh, This is for the six-month period ending June 2021. So TNG, that is Turners and Growers, that classic New Zealand company, right? Correct. So, um, yeah, like you say, a bit of a classic New Zealand company. They started out here 124 years ago as Turners and Growers. Um, But now they're called TNG Global, and they are listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. So they grow and sell, grow, sell and distribute fruit and veggies. Today they're a global business located in 13 countries but deliver fresh produce to over 60 countries. Right, so what were the key points from their financials? So just before we get into it, yes. when we're looking at these numbers, we're comparing the periods um, January to June 2021 against January to June 2020. So to start with, revenue. Mm-hmm. Revenue declined 3% to $652 million. And profit fell 64% to $3.4 million. What do they have to say about these results? So TNG said that they have not been immune to the pressure of um, continuing industri- industry-wide challenges. Uh, their CEO said that COVID-19 continues to impact the business, uh, but they remain focused on what they can control and it's uh, their long-term strategic glo- growth plans. Right, so what were some of those industry challenges that they're talking about there? The first one is to do with supply chain challenges, uh, including disrupted sh- shipping schedules. Now, they said that this has more of an impact um, than what it did this time last year, and it's affected their ability to get fresh produce out to the market on time. Right. So were, were there other challenges that they faced? They they did. So they also had challenges in their Apple's business. Right. Um, now, they said that adverse weather conditions in Nelson impacted a significant portion of their crops and growers. But on top of that, their apples ripened early, so they had to race to go and pick the fruit off the trees. Um, But on top of that, they they also had a shortage of workers, so that meant that there was an unprecedented amount of fruit um, 
left on the trees or unpicked, um, as they said in the announcement. Okay, so did they say what they're doing to tackle these things? Mm -hmm. So to address the shortage of workers, they hired more than 950 New Zealanders throughout the season, um, but they, they also invested heavily in automation. But despite this, they're still short about 300 people per day. Oh, wow. Um, Now, they said that looking ahead, they want to transition more um, to more automation and build up capability in the local New Zealand workforce. But this could take years to transition to, so it's not a quick fix. Um, Despite these challenges, TNG said that they're well positioned to meet future growth objectives. Cool. Thank you very much for that update, Alice. Now, supply um, chain disruptions, this wasn't um, only an issue experienced by TNG, though, was it, Jose? Uh, No, it wasn't over in the States. Uh, General Motors, the huge car maker, announced their earnings. Um, We've been hearing a lot of earnings um, over the past two weeks. We have. Uh, But the gist of this one is that even though they made a record profit in their second quarter, they missed expectations looming over their earnings. Okay, so what were some of the numbers there? Right, so revenue um, was uh, $34 billion, uh, that's versus $30.9 billion uh, expected, and their adjusted EPS... Oh. oh, you know what it is, it's the oh. acronym Slow Jam. Oh, it certainly is, it always just sneaks up on you. See, now you have to explain what EPS stands for. Well, you know what, I'd be glad to, I'm okay. absolutely glad to. So... EPS uh, stands for earnings per share, and it's pulled together by dividing a company's net profit by the number of common shares it has. Uh, It's used as a way to gauge how profitable a company is. Um, I was kind of thinking it as like a batting average, but I'm not 100% sure that's the right analogy, do you reckon? Uh, Batting average would be like over multiple innings. Uh, Um, Right. This would be like just over, it's just taking the period's profit divided by the number of shares. Yeah, okay, so that was completely the wrong way to take it. (laughs) Cool, thanks, got it. Uh, But what I still don't understand as well is the adjusted bit. So we were talking about the adjusted um, EPS. What does that mean? So an adjusted EPS might take out one-off things, um, that have happened during the quarter tries to make it more comparable against other companies um, or previous periods. Uh, usually the company will say what they've taken out though okay, cool. in the adjusted bit. Right, cool. Thanks very much for the clarification there. No, thank you for that explanation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, thank you. I'm going to move down. I'm going to slow out the slow jam there. We don't need that. Um, now let's move on. The uh, second quarter earnings were not as high as they could have been. The uh, the company has been having issues with, with its Chevrolet Bolt electric car. It's been recalled twice in the last year. Last time in July, apparently there was a defect in some of the batteries that caused a fire risk. That's cost the company at least $800 million US dollars. Overall, the company spent $1.3 billion in uh, recall costs. Right. So that was uh, in this past quarter. Mm. What was their guidance for the rest of the year? So the CFO of the company described the immediate outlook as cautious, or at least their approach to to, um, uh, their future. Apart from the aforementioned recalls, there's also been this global shortage of semiconductor chips, which are used in all sorts of electronics. Uh, Interestingly, I found out that a modern car can use more than a thousand of these little guys. Really? Yeah, which is heaps, eh? It seems like heaps. So the car making industry has, um, as you'd imagine, been really hit by the shortage. Yeah, I've seen the shortage being thrown around um, in the news quite a bit lately. Um, What is driving it, though? Yeah, I looked into it and I found this really interesting. So the short answer is COVID-19, which probably isn't a surprise. But when the first lockdowns in the US hit, car sales plummeted. So 
car makers, um, as you might expect, cut their orders for all sorts of parts because they weren't making as many cars because right. there wasn't demand there. Yeah. And that included um, these semiconductor chips. Okay. So the companies then, uh, who ma- the companies who make the chips, they went, oh, there's a slump in demand for these chips. Mm-hmm. So um, they moved production res- their production resources to making chips for consumer electronics like PlayStations and laptops, laptops which are obviously com- different to these uh, chips used in cars. Yep. But then demand for cars went back around like the end of uh, last year and suddenly the car makers were like, oh, shit, Bob, we don't have enough chips to make cars. <laughs> um, so the best way I've, I've seen to describe it is that the industry is now chasing this equilibrium because they have this massive kind of slump in demand right. for chips and they're just... I know, just chasing that dragon, yeah. trying to get back to that, yeah. Yeah, it's just market forces right at play there, supply and demand. Um, Adam Smith at your heart out. Yeah, I know, any economists out there, Adam Smith's um, invisible hands. OG, so, Adam Smith. <laughs> so um, what does this mean for General Motors um, in particular? Uh, well, early in the week they announced that they'll be shutting down three of its assembly plants in North America, I, th- I think at least uh, temporarily, Um they will, will produce 100,000 less cars in the second half of this year than they would have had otherwise. Uh, they'd earlier stated that their earnings were expected to be hit up to $2 billion US dollars, but that's going to be offset by those better-than-expected profits. And that has been driven by um, strong demand and record pricing on their cars, um, no doubt driven by that shortage in uh, chips, supply and demand and all that. But what else is happening over in the US, uh, Alice? Well, I have a story about PepsiCo. PepsiCo. Yeah, so we all recognise the name because of their famous soft drink um, of the same name. But PepsiCo is actually a lot more than just Pepsi. Um, They also own Doritos, Cheetos, Gatorade, Mountain Dew, Lipton Ice Tea, along with um, a whole lot of other brands. Um, So they're a real global company. Yeah, right. In that um, kind of soft drink and um, snack space. A lot of stuff there. And what's been happening with them? Well, they announced that they're selling down ownership in their North American juice businesses. Right. So these include um, their Tropicana, Naked and other juice brands. So um, my understanding is that Tropicana is one of the more popular juice brands in the US, probably like our version of Just Juice or Fresh Up. Cool. So who are they selling to? They're selling to a French private equity firm called Pie Partners for... Three hundred, uh, sorry, three point three billion dollars. Okay. Um. Now note that PepsiCo will still own thirty nine percent of these juice businesses. Um. So it's just selling sixty one percent. Um. And and they also have the option to eventually sell their European juice businesses at at a later date. Okay. So I'm interested in knowing why they're selling though. So there's sort of two key themes at play here. The first one um, is it will allow Pepsi to focus on their other products, which they say are better for people and the planet. Okay. So their CEO said um, it will free us to concentrate. I don't know if they intended that pun there, but um, it will free us to concentrate on our current portfolio of diverse offerings, including growing our portfolio of healthier snacks, zero-calorie beverages, and products like SodaStream. Again, something I didn't realise fell under PepsiCo. No, neither. And what was the second reason? Another reason is that consumer preferences have been shifting away from your regular fruit juice um, because of their sugar content and their calories, um, 
so US sales of orange juice have been declining steadily over the past decade, um, with the with the exception of a slight increase last year when people were staying at home during the pandemic. Absolutely smashing the OJ. Yeah, yeah I, I know was. I was. Um, now, in Pepsi's annual report, they said that falling juice sales offset gains in other products. And even their rival, Coca-Cola, sold two of its um, juice brands last year. Right, so when's this deal meant to close out? Expected to be completed in late 2021 or at the start of 2022. Great, well look out for that. Thank you very much, Alice. And you know what? That was Thursday, the 5th of August. You have been listening to Recap, and thank you so much for doing so. If you're enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. But otherwise, we'll be back tomorrow. We certainly will. Matiwa. See you then.